Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food, plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. So before we get into the topic today, I do want to announce that we are having a Black Friday special where you get 35% savings off our Fit Vegan Blueprint program. So if you want a little bit more information, there's a link down below uh, in the show notes where you can book your call or simply reach out to me on Instagram and send the word Black Friday. So I know you're interested, I can send you some more details. All right, enough for the plug. Let's get into today's topic. So here's how I would optimize my routine and schedule to get more done while getting fitter. So I posted recently my, my daily schedule and routine and how I'm able to get so much done in a day. And so many people had so many questions as to how to build that for themselves. And so today I thought I would give you a framework to make that happen for yourself because uh, everyone has a little bit different levels of obligation. They have different goals that they want to accomplish. And I've been tweaking mine for the past three years and I've tried many different iterations. And I just I just came up with a framework before. So if you see me looking at my phone on YouTube is because I wrote down the framework for you because for me, it was literally three years of testing. Um, to figure out my current routine, which is basically like waking up at 5 a.m., uh, bathroom, weigh myself, cold shower, uh, make coffee for myself, and my fiance, go to my office, deep work for three hours, go to the gym, come back, breakfast, and then uh, start working, recording, lunch break, working until five, and then spending time with my uh, fiance and my dog, Tempe, in the evening. So you guys know I have a dog named Tempe. So here's the framework that I would love you for you to follow. So if you're, if you're driving, obviously don't do this right now, but do it in uh, once you're done driving in your place where you can be stable. So make a list of the goals that you want to accomplish. So whether that is for you to lose 20 pounds, whether it is for you to get a six pack, whether that is for you to um, build some muscle mass, whether that is for you to complete a marathon, a, an Ironman, Whatever your current goals are, I invite you to write down on a piece of paper, right? Any health and fitness goal. Whether it's improve your gut health, right? Increase your energy. Whatever may be, write it down on a list. And then second, what actions need to happen in order for you to reach that goal, right? You're probably going to need to work out to a certain extent. You're probably going to need to watch your nutrition to a certain extent. So this is for those of you that have a hard time scheduling in your workout and your, your nutrition, aka meal prep that would allow you to be on track, especially if you have a busy schedule. So now that you know that you need to work out, identify how many times a week do you need to work out and when and how many times you need to do meal prep. All right. For most people, I recommend like once or twice a week. A lot of members do it on Sunday and they prep their food for the whole week. And some people like to have some diversity through the week. So they'll prep their food on Sunday until Wednesday. And then Wednesday, do another meal prep until Saturday. And then they just continue that rotation and take about like 30 to 45 minutes for their meal prep, depending on the foods that they are preparing. Um, but we're just going to account for, let's just say four strength training session and two meal prep times of 30 to 45 minutes. Now that you have the list of the activities that you need to do, um, I do want to invite you to make sure that the list of activities you have for your goal are efficient. So the analogy that I like to use for my members and people before they come and start working with me, they come to me like Coach from XM, I'm already working out, I'm already eating healthy, 
but my body's not changing. I'm not seeing any progression. Like I'm training one to two hours every single day. Like I'm doing a lot, but my body is not changing. And so the analogy I like to use is if you were to dig um, a hole, right? No purpose for the hole. You just want to dig a hole. Um, a lot of you guys are digging it with a spoon, <laughs> right? You're like, you're active. Like you're scooping a lot and you're throwing away. Like you're really active. There's mo- there movement and you feel like you're doing something, but is it efficient, right? And what needs to happen when you come into the program is we just give you a shovel, right? We tweak your workout and nutrition by basically giving you the shovel so you can get the task done more efficiently. So it's not about doing more activity. It's being it's about being efficient with the activity that you're doing. You don't need to add more to your plate. In a lot of scenarios, when people come into the program, they actually end up doing less than what they were doing before and they get better results and they have more free time to work on their business, to spend time with their partner, to spend time with their kids, or just, just plainly relax. A lot of them save time. So with the activities that you're going to set for your goals, if you don't have a coach, then you're probably going to need to do some testing on what that is for you. If you have a coach, they'll literally tell you exactly what you need to do. But let's just grab four strength training and you know twice of meal prep per week. Now that you have the actions that are necessary for your goal, the next thing that you want is you want to write down your list of obligations, right? Obligations are if you have kids, right? Like soccer, you know, preparing their their dinner or whatever activities they may have, bringing them to school. Another obligation would be your work, right? What hours are you working for your work? If you have the flexibility to choose your hours, that's awesome. You still need to schedule those in. So make a list of the obligations that you have. Maybe you're part of a board for a nonprofit and there's like meetings every Wednesday night. Whatever the list of obligations that you have, all of them, make sure to list them down. Now, after you've listed them down, you want to look at them and be like, okay, those are all the things that are on my plate currently. Are all of these things aligned with the ultimate life that I want to live, right? I don't know for you. I want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to have energy. I want to have an amazing relationship with my partner. I want to be financially well off and I want to be happy. I don't want to be stressed out of my mind. So there's certain key tasks that I need to do in order to be able to accomplish this ideal life that I want. And there's at at first there was things that were on my plate that were not serving that, right? I had the inability to say no (laughs) before to people. I would always say yes, because I wanted to help, but at the end of the day, it was driving me to the ground. It was driving me nuts and it was making me unhappy. So when you're going to be looking at the list of current obligations that you have, are there obligations that are on your plate that currently are not serving you and that are pulling time away from the activities that would allow you to live the life of your dreams, right? Whether that is spending more time with your your, your partner, your kids, um, or just spending more time on, on your business, your side hustle, or on your health. I found that there's always like one or two things that don't really need to be there. And so my recommendation to you is you find a nice, gentle way, depending on the degree of commitment that you have to ease yourself from these obligations so that you can gain your time back. My mentor once told me, everything you say yes to, it means you say no to something else. So if I say yes to taking on an, uh, an extra project, then I'm potentially saying no to extra time with my fiance, right? There's always like a plus and a minus to every decision. It's got to say yes to this and then there's a yes everywhere. If you say yes to something for an hour, then it's an hour that you're not doing something else. So you need to have a clear list of values and priorities for yourself. So Now that you have the list of actions that are needed for you to reach your goal, now you have the list of obligations that you have and that you filtered through them, then what you want to get is a whiteboard, a blank sheet of paper, and just start marking your days from Monday to Sunday and then every single hour. Personally, I just go into my Google Calendar and I just start like a a blank week basically and I just go in and I just 
make it blank. And then from there, I start plugging in my obligations. So let's just say you work a nine to five and you literally work nine to five. You would go into that blank schedule and from nine to five, you would block it off and you would put work from Monday to Friday, for example. Now, the part that people miss is they just block off the big chunks, but they don't account for driving time or getting there. If you work from home, then it's not an issue. But if you're driving, you need to account for that. So what time do you have to leave in order to get to work on time? And you need to put that into your calendar because that's sucking up some of your time, right? So literally put in your work as your obligation and then the driving time, if there's none, great, you don't have to put anything, right? And then if there's, is there any other obligation, for example, your kid has soccer on a Thursday night, you need to put that in there with a driving time to get there. Um, is there... Uh, a meeting for, for example, if you're a board of a nonprofit, which have our, our members, some of our members are in, it's like, okay, this is Thursday evening. You need to block it off with the driving time on each side, right? Because you got to get there and you got to come back. That's sucking up some of your time. So put in those obligations that you like cannot get out of. All right. So now once those core obligations are in, which is primarily work for a lot of you and then activities for your kids, if it's activities for yourself, we're going to wait to put those in the calendar. Just only if it's for it's if you have kids and it's for your kids. And then from there, you want to put in your workouts, right? So you want to look at your schedule. It's pretty blank yet, right? Basically, a chunk is, is gone for work and a little bit of driving time. Then you want to plug in your workout. Where can I put my workout in? And it doesn't need to be perfect. This is a draft and it's going to shift as we progress along in the exercise. So let's just say you're someone that loves to work out in the evening, put in the evening time. If you're someone that loves to work out in the morning, put it in the morning time, depending what your obligations are, you get to choose, right? So if you're a parent, you're a high performer, I highly recommend you put it in the morning because in the evening time, you ideally want to spend time with your kids um, and your family because they don't have anything going on. And so you want to be present with them. So I personally put my workout in the morning. So I'm going to punch in your workout in the morning. If you're driving to the gym, account for driving time, right? If you're training from home, just block out your workout at what time you need to start and what time you're going to end, right? So now that your workout and your work is put in, now you want to schedule your meal prep time, right? On Sundays, most people's schedule is pretty free. You just need to put it into your calendar. If it's not a calendar, it's not going to be respected. And then if you're going to do two meal preps on Wednesday, you need to go in and block off a chunk of time for your meal prep, right? Once that's done, then I recommend that you schedule in a date night if you have a partner, right? It's very important to take the time to spend quality time with your partner. If you don't put it in the calendar, it's just going to be pushed off, right? You always say like, oh, we're going to have a date night. And then you don't put it in the calendar and then it just ends up never happening. So put it into your calendar like Wednesday night is your date night. Thursday night is your date night. Now, when that's, that's in there, then schedule in the other things that are important to you. All right. So you want to spend time with your kids, for example, plug in quality time with your kids. You need to schedule it in because if it's not in there, it's not going to happen. I understand there's going to be last minute emergencies that are going to come up. That's we handle that differently right now. We want to build an ideal framework for your schedule. It's just a guideline. It is not a strict plan. So now once that's in, you should have some blank spots right in there. Last part is you want to schedule in your sleep. If you don't schedule in your sleep, you don't create a clear game plan of what time you need to go to bed, what time you need to wake up to get ample sleep. Um, it's not going to happen, right? So if you know that you have to wake up at 6am every single morning, and you ideally want to be eight hours in bed, because if you if you're in bed for eight hours, you're probably sleeping like seven hours, right? Most people lose 45 minutes to an hour of sleep and just kind of waking up throughout the night. It's normal if you track your sleep with a whoop or an aura ring. You'll see that you don't actually sleep. You don't. No one has 100% sleep efficiency. A good number is between 80 to 90% sleep efficiency. Sorry, 
So schedule in your sleeping time. So if you need to go to wake up at six, then go to bed at 10, right? That's eight hours right there. Now you're going to have some blank spots left, probably a little bit before bedtime, uh, probably a little bit after work, depending what your schedule looks like. With that blank time, that's when you schedule in the extra activities, or you can simply leave them blank, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But now if we take a step back and we look at your schedule, we've scheduled in the things that are important for you, right? We scheduled in your work, the driving time, your workouts, your meal prep, time with your partner, time with your kids, and any other activity that you want to do. I personally schedule in my meditation and my workout, uh, my meditation, my cold shower, and everything in my schedule. So now that we have the macro view of everything scheduled in, then we want to start going in the micro view, right? So what are the key daily actions that you can do that will allow you to become a better person, a better human, right? A better, a better, better mom or better dad. Um, so for me personally, cold therapy, amazing for mindset, helps you build mental resilience. I always make sure to include that every single day, right? Reading, I want to make sure I'm nourishing my brain with things that are going to allow me to improve and expand my mind. So I always schedule in reading 10 pages. And for meditation, I schedule in like one minute at a minimum. The hard part about med meditation is just sitting down, right? If I tell you to meditate 10 minutes every single day, you'll be like, I don't have time. I don't have 10 minutes in my schedule to sit down. But if I tell you one minute, it's very easy to commit to one minute. And the, the hardest act is not to commit to the time. It's to sit down and do it. And a lot of times people sit down for one minute and they just feel good and they continue meditating. And sometimes you're really in a rush and then you go and you get up, but at least you've started to implement that habit on a daily basis. So that's a macro view. Micro view, you wanna set up your morning for a win, right? Now we're talking about routine. So what are the key things that you need to do every single morning to prime you for the day, right? I used to do the, uh, obviously cold shower, really long meditation, gratefulness exercise, journaling, stretching, and the next thing you know, it has been an hour and I hadn't even started my day, right? It was way too long. I was losing too much time doing all, all of these things in the morning. And then I realized as I pulled back some of these activities, it didn't affect my ability to be like ready to go and ready to conquer today. And over time, I just tested and I narrowed it down to two things. If I take a cold shower and, and, and I meditate, I am ready to rock and roll. Those are the two things that I need to be mentally ready. So I narrowed it down to two key actions uh, because personally, my brain is more awake in the morning. So if I wake up and I do those two things and I go straight to work, I am 100% focused. I'm rested. I'm ready to crush three hours of really profound work with any interruptions at all. Because for those of you that have busy lives, you know that once the day starts, texts start coming in, Slack messages, email, everyone's trying to get a hold of you. So that's why I do it really early in the morning and I do not open my phone. All right. So going back to the, the framework is now that we have this macro view created, then you can start moving things around a little bit. You're like, okay, well, um, I could, I originally put the workout in the evening time, but like, now that you think about it, I want to spend time with my partner, with my kids, cause they're not working. And so we'd just be at home and they would be doing something else instead. Well, let me just put it in the morning instead, right? That way I can have the evening free for them. And I found a lot of people do that in a program because they like to have their evening free to just relax. For those of you that say that you want balance on a day-to-day -day basis and you want some me time, but you have a really packed schedule and a lot of obligations, but you're watching like two, three hours of Netflix every single night, here's my invitation to you. You don't necessarily have to have quote-unquote balance 
every single day because when you're sleeping for eight hours, that is your me time. Like you watching Netflix for three hours won't make you feel better than sleeping a proper night of sleep. Like sleeping a proper night of sleep will make you feel awesome, like Superman and Superwoman. Watching Netflix for three hours will not make you feel any better. It'll actually make you feel worse, right? Just, you're just numbing your brain. Your eyes are burning. Um, and it's not going to bring really any real value to your life. So sleeping will pay a, big, uh, a bigger dividend than you watching Netflix for three hours at night. If you want some time to like watch Netflix, like schedule it on a weekend, on a Saturday night, right? That's much better than trying to do it every single night unless your schedule allows you to. But I want to invite you to reconsider your prioritization for the evening time, which is where most people mess up because if they stay longer to scroll on TikTok, Instagram, and on Netflix, and they don't go to bed at the time that they said they were going to go to bed, their alarm's still going to go up at the same time the next day, and then they're going to be really tired and groggy. And when you're tired and groggy, you have more cravings, you have less energy, you're craving for more calorie-dense food, which is junk food, and then you eat it, and you feel bad that you ate it because you're supposed to be on this plan. You're trying to live a healthy life, right? So sleep is the core foundation of everything. That's why I told you to schedule it into your schedule, or else it simply won't happen. Right. So that's pretty much the basis of how I created my routine over the years. And I've tried many different things. I've tried waking up uh, fasting, going to the gym first thing in the morning. I've tried waking up, working from like 6 a.m. until 5 p.m. and then going to the gym. I've tried training midday. I've tried training late at night. I've tried different iterations of when I would work out, when I would do my deep work, when I would take my 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 team meetings. Um, and I found this routine right now that has been absolutely killer for me, which is three hours of deep work in the morning. I block off two hours to like basically drive to the gym, work out, stretch, come back, shower, and get ready for my day of work. Um, and then just have my meetings in the afternoon, no meetings in the morning, because like my brain is uh, rest still rested in the morning when it comes to afternoon i'm fried i did really profound work for a long time so i'm ready to take some meetings or some coaching calls uh because that's when my 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 energy for calls is more there versus really focusing on one specific problem and subject and trying to resolve it and then by the time 5 p.m comes my brain is is completely done and then i'm ready to relax with with iv and tempe and just relax and then go to bed on time so I want to invite you to start this experimentation for yourself. Again, this is one of the things that no one's going to do for you, right? Kind of like working out. No one can do the push-ups for you where your chest is going to grow. No one can do the squats for you where your leg is going to grow. No one can eat the kale and the broccoli and the tofu and the tempeh for you where uh, you're going to lose weight because they're eating that food. Like you actually have to do the work and you have to take this on for yourself and not having an optimal routine is the equivalent of not having an optimal workout, which is the equivalent of trying to dig a hole with a spoon, right? Like you'll do a lot of activity, like you'll feel like you're doing something, but you're not actually progressing. And at the end of the day, I, I'll be honest, I've always been a little bit lazy. Like I just really love efficiency. Like if I'm gonna put effort towards something, I want the needle to move. I want some change to take place, right? You want to live your life efficiently and optimally. And you can't do that if you're simply focusing on activity. The, there's a great saying, I'm sure you guys heard of the 80-20 rule. 20% of what you're doing is bringing 80% of the results. But the issue is that people focus on 80% of what they're doing, but it's only bringing 20% of the results, right? You're focusing on the wrong activity. And there's key fundamental activities that you get to focus on that will bring you, again, 80% of the results, and that's what you want to focus on. You know, there's clear structure for your workout. You make sure it's progressive overload. You make sure you're consistent. You want to make sure you're recovering properly. There's a clear structure for your nutrition and how to build it into in combination with your workout and then reverse dieting after. There's a, an optimal way 
way to structure your routine and your schedule depending on the obligations that you have. And at the end of the day, if you have a lot of obligations on your plate, you need to prioritize, right? If you have too many things on your plate that are not serving the ultimate version of who you want to be, then you need to reconsider the obligations and the commitments that you've made. Maybe you've said yes to so many people because you were like me and you had a hard time saying no. Um, Now I'm a lot better at saying no because I value my energy a lot more, but it took me a very long time to get there. So at the end of the day, if you're this person, you need to reevaluate your priorities because if you're prioritizing working overtime and it's not making you that much more money and your boss is not valuing your work, there's always other places where you can work or you can just start your own thing if that's something that you, uh, uh, a journey that you, that you want to take on. But at the end of the day, if you don't have your health, like you don't have anything, right? I, I do not care how much money you're making or how cool your life is. If you lose your health, you would trade all of it away just to gain your health back, right? The ultimate thing that makes a difference at the end of the day is your health. If you get, uh, if you get cancer or any like crazy chronic disease, you do not care about money or how cool your life is or the things that you have. You just want to gain that back. So keep it a core priority. If you can focus on your health, I promise you the rest of your life and the other areas of your life will improve drastically. And the only way to do that is to prioritize it. And that is to do the exercise of optimizing your your routine and your weekly schedule. All right. So I want to invite you to do one thing. I leave all my members with this at the end of every single group call. Everything I shared sounds really cool. And you're like, oh my God, this is great. I'm going to do this. And you're not going to do anything about it. So I invite you to pick one thing from what I shared today. Ideally do the exercise um, and take the time to write down and look at your schedule. Are you operating inefficiently? Where can you make some changes? What are are commitments that you can let go of where you can focus on the things that are actually going to move the needle for you and the life that you want to live, right? Because if you don't do anything with what I share with you today, your life is going to stay the same. You're going to stay stuck. You're going to say that you don't have time. You're not going to understand why you can't commit to a workout or nutrition plan and why your body can't transform, right? I've been in some of really hard conditions that, um, and I was still able to do these things. So for someone, I've had some people tell me like, you don't understand my life, but I work two jobs and blah, blah, blah. Hey, I used to work three jobs at a partner that was, was going through, through cancer. I was barely sleeping. I was training for an Ironman. Like I had a lot going on and I still managed to make those things happen. Right? So if I can do it, you can do it. You just have to be efficient with your time and prioritize. So if you have a big goal right now, there's things that are going to be pushed aside while you focus on that big goal. It's normal. Like I didn't really have a social life when I was going through this because it wasn't a priority, right? So if, if social life is a priority and then you wonder why you can't lose weight and, and get healthier, well, you're, you're drinking and eating out all the time. Like, you know, you, you have to choose what is your priority. So I'm going to leave you with this. Take actions on what I shared today. If you don't, it'll just be a really cool knowledge and trick or, or in, in, in framework that you know in your head that's ultimately not going to change your life. And I created this podcast to help people change their life. And the only way that can happen is by you taking action. So I'm going to tell you what my mentor told me, two things, take imperfect action and speed of implementation, all right? Take imperfect action on this, sit down, try to start to figure out your routine, give it a shot for a week, see how you feel. I think this would be better if we move the workout here, if we move this meeting there and then try it for another week, right? And create a different iteration of it every single week until you get to the ideal schedule that you want. It takes time, but it's absolutely worth it. And so um, I just want to say, I hope this podcast was valuable. 
I didn't want to give you guys a heads up. I mentioned it last podcast. We're going to be changing the name of the podcast very soon. We're going to be expanding Horizon a little bit while keeping plant-based nutrition as the as the center of it. But I just want to expand the horizon of being able to have different guests that are that can bring value in different fields. Um, and so very excited for that change. I'll be announcing the, the name change very soon, but just giving you a heads up that the podcast name will be changing. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave it a five-star review. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and get a reminder for Black Friday, 35% savings on our Fit Vegan Blueprint. We never do this deal um, and we've never done that big of a savings on the program. And so if you want to jump on it, it's only available for Black Friday and then it's gone forever. So go down below, book your free consultation call or just reach out to me on Instagram and I can send you some more details. So hope you guys have an awesome day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.